Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion, Vershawn Jackson. Oh, got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn, he'll get it to the 24-yard line. Coming at you live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Presented by Wingstop. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. Yes. Is this thing on? It is now. It is now. Frank Bremer. Man, listen, there's nothing like ticket fans. The ticket fans, y'all always give me the information when I ask, and I appreciate that. Frank Bremer, 29 years of coaching, 238 and 121. 66% winning rate. Zero, I repeat, zero undefeated seasons. And out of all those 29 years, 12 conference championships. Frank Beamer, do we compare him to a Coach Osborne? No. Is it even close? No. Nope. I mean, stop it. Without further ado, I got I got a guest in the building. I got a, a guest in the building that around here, for us at the time, I was at the University of Nebraska, and, and quite naturally, we always look and see who's being recruited because we want to know who it is, who's coming in, who's going to come in and fit in that mold. And this is a guy who, you know, I – I wanted to come to Nebraska because I thought he was phenomenal. But we're going to ask him what happened. He ended up at uh, Notre Dame, and he's a fighting Irish. But he's an honorary Husker anyway. Ty Good is in the building. What's up, Ty? Good afternoon, man. Appreciate you having me on. Come on, man. I'm glad to have you on, man. I mean, you know, when you think Nebraska football, you got to think Ty Good. You you have to put you in the conversation when you when you think about, like, all the, 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 the good players – that they're in high school. Let's call them great players, high school great players. You got to be in the conversation. But before we get to that, talk to me a little bit about growing up in Lincoln, uh, football in Lincoln, and, and, and Nebraska Cornhuskers in Lincoln. Growing up in Lincoln, I mean, it, you see the Huskers all the time. I mean, we see the players, see the see coaches. We watch all the games. I mean, we had – you know, the game day at my friend's house, we had, you know, buffets, big buffets. Everybody sit around the TV, you know, and, and watch watch the Huskers play. Yeah. See how they're doing. Be excited about, you know, getting to that bowl game or the big games when you had Oklahoma, Nebraska. Those were, those were the big-time games. And, you know, a lot of people's dreams was, was always to, to go to Nebraska and, and be on that field, be in Memorial Stadium. Yeah. Well, how did you – how did that dream die for you? I wouldn't say the the dream died. I I, I loved watching the games. Oh, it like, died. You went to Notre Dame. It died. <laughs> it died. You didn't you didn't wear the end in college. So it died for you somewhere where you and I don't mean that. I, I, I know that you feel like you still, you know, a part of that because I feel like you are. But I'm saying at what point did you know Notre Dame was where you wanted to go? How'd you make that decision? 
Oh, it, it was a, it was a journey. I ain't gonna say it was a it was you know I knew it from day one. Right. It, it was a journey. I when I was going through, you know, seeing that okay, I'm gonna be a college football player. That's what's gonna happen. I I, I saw myself you know excelling in high school, and I was looking at the teams and. Well, honestly, I was looking at Miami. They was dancing on the field. I was looking at Florida State. They was dancing on the field. I was looking at your rival, Oklahoma. Mm. Yes, dancing on the field. Dancing on the field. They had the, you know, the all the things was going on for you know for kids my age. It was, it was highlights. I wanted to be part of the highlights. And when it came down to the actual recruiting process, my mother was a big big part of that conversation. And you need to look at not only what are you going to study and what are you going to do. What's our graduation rate? Mm. That hit me. What, what was those? Graduation Ooh, it, Let's it was, talk about that uh, at the time. It was 1994. A, it, was a, it, was, it was something that people made excuses for, I, I would say. Um, Miami was right around 24%. <sighs> now, is this just student athletes or is this football players specifically? It was it was the athletes. Okay, student over, athletes. Overall. Um, Florida State, same, same area. Dang. Oklahoma. Same thing. Dang. And, you know, the what the coaches would say at that point in time is because we're going to the league early. And man, you, 25% of your team is, you know, 75% of your team, excuse me, is not going to the league early. Yeah, you try 90%. Try, in the case of Nebraska, what do we have? Five, six, seven, eight? How many players do we have go? Total, free agent two this year. Seven? Seven or eight. So – well, that percentage don't look that good at all. No. So, you know, so I started looking to more of what mom was saying. Okay, now where can I go? The graduation rate is good. The program is good. I can still, you know, flourish and, and play ball at the same time. Um, it came down to schools such as Georgia Tech had a great engineer. I wanted to be an engineer. UCLA, Notre Dame, you know, schools, you know, like that, they had the high graduation rates. And Nebraska was, you know, in there too. They just didn't have as high as uh, engineering profile as when I was looking mm. at that point in time. Right. Um, so I went on my visits. Uh, Nebraska was always there. I was here, so I got to see many home games, got to uh, interact with many players. I got to uh, meet the, you know, the, the the high players at that point in time, the Lawrence Phillips got to meet yeah. him, uh, Frazier got to meet him, you know. So so it was it was cool to come down and be able to rub elbows with the with the greatness. So you so 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 let me just let me just sidebar this thing. So you would have been one of the first. Well, let me back up. Scott Frost was the first person to get heavily recruited by the University of Nebraska, mm-hmm. and then go somewhere else. Yeah, you would have probably been the second guy. To get heavily, heavily, because I remember you were heavily recruited. Um, You decide on, you know, these particular schools. What made you make your ultimate decision on what school you're going to? Ultimate decision in the end was, uh, I mean, they had a, 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 you know, great kind of talk track, if you will. Every single game, my mother could see whether she was there or not at the day. Um, All the home games were on NBC, every single one. Every single away game, if they weren't on NBC, were on ABC. Okay. So no matter where you were, United States, moms could see me play. Um, on top of that, great schooling, academics, wasn't too far away, and I'm still playing for a great program. How'd you not go to UCLA? UCLA, that ooh, that was quite honestly that was the number one choice after my visits, because of the we left Nebraska, it was negative thirty. Ugh. Landed in LA with a winter coat. Hat bundled up, sixty degrees. Ugh. 
So, um, you know, and of course, the lights and the show of L.A. and, you know, the, the campus, and it was, it was a fantastic visit. Uh, got to meet celebrities, got home after the visit. That day, they were that night, they had an earthquake. Um, being a Nebraska kid, you don't know nothing about earthquakes. We can talk about a tornado. We know it's coming. We see it's coming. Right. Duck and cover. Go out and look at it, as a lot of us do. Um, but earthquakes, you just sit there, and there ain't nothing you can do about the ground shaking, the buildings falling, stuff like that. So I got on the phone. I'm not, you know, as I got to high school, and I called coach at that point in time and said, I'm not coming. Damn. Shutting that down. It's over with. Yep. I'm scared of the earthquakes. I don't want to get swallowed up by the earth. Oh, at that point in time, it was, you know, I had it in my head that that earthquake was going to shake all California off, and it's going to drift <laughs> on ocean. off of that ocean, <laughs> be part of Hawaii. Well, <laughs> and plus, we we had to be, we were raised in the era when we was watching, I, I know I was watching it, San Francisco was playing somebody in in a, in a playoff game, and they had that set, that earthquake. Yes. During the game. Right. Yeah, so... That scared a lot of us athletes. Like, uh, we don't want no parts of that thing. Exactly. Yeah. So, Notre Dame's the place. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's go back to high school. Did you play with J.R. Edwards? No. I actually, rec- I was actually part of the uh, recruiting process of J.R. coming to Southeast High School. Okay, so J.R. Edwards was after you. Yeah. Because you came 94. Okay, yeah, that'd be right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You you helped recruit him over there. I did. Uh that story came along with Missouri. I was, I happened to be back on a break and just working out in the gym, hanging out, saying what's up. And Coach Missouri said, You need to talk to this kid. He's moving to Lincoln. He's a great athlete. We need him to come to Southeast. Yeah. I said, All right. Two young kids come in. The bigger one, I'm like, Man, this kid's a beast. Who is this? Right. So I'm talking to him, and he said, No, no, no. You don't want to talk to me. What do you mean? <laughs> he said, That's. I'm Antonio. My brother's Jr. He's over there. I said, "Wow, okay." So, so, so the smallest of the two, the the better of the two, the better of the two, athletically, right? Right. Um. So, talked to Jr. Talked to him about you know how they use me at Southeast. My kind of what it looked like for me, and and his benefit was he was also a, a beast at basketball. Yes, he, he was. You know, great football player, but a better person at basketball in my opinion yeah so and i don't think people know that jerry edwards phenomenal basketball player could have went to university of nebraska on a basketball scholarship correct yeah probably should have given his career he couldn't he couldn't get out of first he just couldn't get out of first gear when he first got there i don't know what it was and let me let me back that he balled out when he first got there i don't know if as a true freshman he was able to handle what came with it. Okay. You know, so. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't there for his, you know, when he was here and doing all the things. I just, you know, it didn't work out in the end for him. At, yeah. You know, but, yeah. yeah, he was a great. He was one of the better athletes, I, you know, I've seen play. Yeah. Oh, he's, he, he, was, he was phenomenal. Yeah, uh, we talked a little bit about Eric Anderson as well. You know what I'm saying? And I was on, I was on a recruiting, not on a recruiting trip, but we were on our uh, uh, summer, what, what do you call it, summer camp. And he just ran like a four eight four nine at almost three hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. Listen, camp stopped. They pulled him in the back, right there on the spot, and offered him scholarship at camp. So Eric Anderson has been a, a, a monster and a, and a heck of a football player for a long time. Shout Eric, out to Southeast, Eric Anderson, man. I, I watched him pancake three different dudes in one play. Wow, 
Wow. One, one play, he just went down the line and knocked everybody out. Wow. He's that kind of player, though. Yeah. He's definitely that type of player. So, so you go to Notre Dame. It's got to be a culture shock for you. You're away from home. What is that drive? 13 hours, 14 hours? 600 miles. 12? I, I could do it in about 10 and a half, something that like that. That ain't bad. No. Nah. I ain't bad. It's straight down 80. Yeah, 80 all the way. 80 all the way. I went through there before. Seen the domes. Like, oh, that's the dome that everybody's talking about. The little gold dome. Yes, sir. And all that. We went to Canton on our way to New York as well. But you get to, to, to Notre Dame, South Bend. What happens your freshman year? Freshman year, uh, going through all the freshman stuff. But for me, it was it was my first time away from home for a long time. I got family in Chicago. Uh, on my mom's side, I got, you know, so it's not 90 miles away. Yeah. But nothing like having, you know, your group of friends, your your family, your, your immediate family. And I got homesick and called mom's up. And I told her, I said, about to make the call. I'm about to come home. And she told me, no, you're not. You started it. You're going to finish it. You're going to. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Just stay right there. And she, she straight up dash your, your transfer portal. You thought you was going to get in the portal. Mama said, no, you're not. Yeah. You're going to finish what you start. And I think that mentality that we had back then, Mama said that. Mm-hmm. I was ready to come home at some point, too. I was ready to be like, I'm gone. I'm going to Iowa. And my mom, along with Plester Johnson and some other guys on the team, was like, nah, bro, you're going to finish what you started here. Because if you if you start to be a quitter now, you're going to be quitting for the rest of your life. Yeah. So deal with the adversity. See what happens if you come out on the other side. So did you end up redshirt? I did redshirt, and that that's another story too. I wasn't supposed to redshirt. Why? Uh, it was in a game. It was a game. It was one of those games where you know get the freshman in that you know might see some time during the season, what have you. And um, offensive coordinator at the time he said. Coach Holtz called me in, and he kind of stood in front of me. He stepped in front of me. I was like, what's going on? He turned and looked at me. He just shook his head, no. He goes, he's just going to put you in for a couple plays. It's going to burn your red shirt. If we don't have a big bunch of more blowout games, you're not going to have that fifth year that you're going to want possibly in the future. Right. I was a person that always was told to respect your elders, you know, respect the coaches, and he's the one right in front of me. So – I, I kind of just stayed behind him so Coach Holtz couldn't see me and ended up not going in for that game. Red shirt. That's beautiful. Yeah. You, didn't get, you didn't get the burn. How was that playing for, for Luke Holtz? Holtz is a perfectionist. He's hilarious when he doesn't want to be, which, right. as you know, if you're a player, you don't want to be laughing at the coach when he's talking. So, I would, I would, I would, I'm telling you, I, I'd be exact opposite because I would be on the ground laughing. If I was a part of that. But then again, maybe I wouldn't because Lou Holtz might have. You, you would have did it once. Oh, really? One time. Um, there's uh, We had a coach, Coach Mosley. He was a, our running back coach, but he was also the enforcer for us. So if you did anything that was outside of the box, 
whether it being messing up in practice, uh, maybe you were late to class or didn't actually get there. Um, grades might have been slipping. Coach Mose was on you. Five o'clock in the morning. Dang. I may have seen that once or twice, and it's not nothing that you want to do. So, so, so when you talk Lou Holtz, because I, I, I don't know why I didn't think about that, that he was the coach at that time. Um, how was he just as a coach? How was he? He he's a, he's somebody that can make you believe anything. Really, talk he, you into anything. He could come in this room right now and make us both believe that we're about to be playing next season in college football and starting, and we'd be ready to go. <laughs> we'd be ready to go. Ready to go. Dang. He he had, he he had a way of telling you things in detail that wasn't really happening, but was gonna happen, and then you would foresee that, and then you'd be like, "Yep, I got this. Okay, let's go." So, so you get to Notre Dame, you 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 slip out, you don't go in the game to mess up your red shirt because back then, if you went in for one tick, mm-hmm. red shirt's gone, gone. Yep. You ain't no oh, you get to play four game stuff. That would have been beautiful, right? There's none of that back then. It's one second, you play one down, you're done. No red shirt, it's burnt. So you, you red shirt, comeback red shirt, sophomore or red shirt freshman year. What happened? During that, uh, I came in as a little guy. I was a receiver, recruited as a receiver for uh, Notre Dame. And I gained, I found food in a uh, weight room. So I went from 167 to by the time we ended up getting to the Fiesta Ball, it was 190. Dang. Okay. Um, of course, I didn't play because I was redshirting. Got it to winter conditioning. Coach Davies just comes over to me and is like, I want you on my side of the ball. And I'm Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm playing receiver. I'm, I'm lined up to be the starter, or you know, right there, next season. It's like, but if you're not, we want you now, on defense. So, I weighed the, weighed the options there, and I made this transition to play corner. And how was that? How was that going from being a high level, a high ball count guy, you know, where they can give you the ball in any type of situation to now you're defending. How was that transition? And I took it as a challenge. Um, we always call it the island. You're out there on the island. Yeah. No matter what happens, it's your fault. Oh, absolutely. It, it's a run and play. He breaks eight tackles, and you're the last person to try to tackle him. Your fault. Your fault. They, you know, the quarterback runs around for 10 seconds because nobody could, you know, sack him. And the receiver runs seven routes, and you finally get beat. still your fault. Right. So I took it as a challenge every time to get out there to you know, do the best I can and try to shut it down. What What's your most memorable game? My most memorable game would be, oh, man. Actually, it would have been my birthday. You yeah, play. We played Stanford in Stanford. Uh-oh. And it wasn't – I'd probably say it wasn't so much of that I had super spectacular plays because there's a, other games that were better than that. But it was just being able to play on my birthday – it was a national televised game. Well, they all were, but this one was against a bigger school, right. you know, against Stanford. And I I was lights out the game, yeah. you know. It was just, you know, one of those, you go to the scorecard after the game, you got to go with the coaches. I, w- I was right there. I think I had like one or two bad plays that whole game. Yeah. Had big hits, had pass breakups, had, you know, had the full gamut. Yeah, well, we, we, we you know, shout out to you because we, we – I kept up with you. Yeah. I would – you know, because it, when you come from Nebraska, it's not very many of us that's coming out 
yeah. that's going Division One at that time. wasn't a, I mean, it wasn't like it was a lot. Um, like it, it seems like it's more now going to different schools. Yeah, you had your guys that were going to Nebraska, but not going to all types of other different schools. Right, right. You might have one. You know, the fact that you went to Notre Dame still probably is a bad taste in some of his Huskers' mouth because we knew how talented you were. I, I mean, it seemed like every single time I turned the tape on or I went to a game, it was always getting you the ball some kind of some kind of way. So now you go over to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, going into your senior year, uh, talk a little bit about that, going into your senior year in 1998. My senior year was – Big, I mean, it was a big thing. We it was, it was our turn to to take it over to do what we need to do. So we had we had a huge you know conditioning program. We went not only on campus, but they took us out to some. I didn't know Indiana had dunes, but there are dunes in Indiana mm. that you don't want to mess with. And we was out there sand dunes. Yes, and we was out there in like them. the sand hills. Nick told you. So they had they had put a whole video together of us, you know, getting that work in out there. Yeah. And you know, I got I got bigger. There was videos, literally. There's videos where they're playing videos, and I didn't know it was me. I was like, "Who's?" I had to look twice like, because who is they, that dude. They they put us on a you know real conditioning. Yeah, was y'all was y'all taking creatine? Creatine, yeah. It was a. I think we was one of the. I think it was Nebraska, Notre Dame, and maybe Tennessee or Florida was okay. one of the first first few schools to, yeah. to actually get it in and, yeah. and start using creatine, and that helped a lot. I think I weighed the most ever weighed ever, and I was still running fours, fours. Yeah. Well, cre- whatever was in creatine at the time, it, it was pretty good mix. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. It'll cramp you up if you didn't drink enough water, but it was a pretty good mix. Oh, yeah. I, I got the cramps sometimes, too. Yeah, oh, li- listen. When we first took creatine, the first day the first day of camp, when we when, when everybody went out there after taking creatine, dude, I bet you it was 15 people cramped up in different shapes, fashion, form. Oh, my arm. Oh, my leg. I remember... Christian in there, his stomach just bubbling, oh, hollering at the trash table. So, uh, that creatine was a something. But so, tell me how your career finished at Notre Dame. Did you get an opportunity to go play on the next level? Uh, my career finished for me on a on a sore note. Gator Bowl. Uh, we were playing. Yeah, I think it was Des White was a receiver and for the for the Georgia Tech at the time. And I I don't, I don't know played it wasn't even coming my way. There was a pass play. They threw the ball deep the other way, and I was covering him. And I went to turn, and something in my hip popped. And that was that was the end of the, pretty much the end of the game for me. I really couldn't do nothing else. End of the game, end of career. That was it. That was the last game I ever done playing. Last game. Yep. They tried to put me in one more game after that, or one more play after that. Yeah. Um, in the second half, and the trainer said, "Go special teams." And Coach Davies was the coach at the time at my last year. Yeah. And he said, no, if you're going to play, you're going on defense. And he, I got put in a bad position. They put me in press man with a tore-up hip against the best receiver. And he ran it out and up. And I broke on the out, and I didn't have no – You had no, no juice. No juice to turn on the up because my hip was gone. Yeah. And that that was it. They I had to shut it down from it that point in time. all over. Yeah, I did have some uh, – when I went to the combine um, – you actually went to the combine. Yeah, I went to the combine, and, nice. and then I got a. I ran. I did it again. I pulled my hip again, and I still think I came out. I think I did it like 30, 30 35 yards in. Yeah. I still ran a four five four six, yeah. even pulling out of it. So I would have been blazing. Right. And they so, pulled all that thing. So they told me it was a recurrent injury. I talked to uh, uh, three coaches. I talked to Reed and talked to uh, 
Pittsburgh, talked to the Bears, and they all said they was on the thing to get me late rounds for the draft, but I had to go to the World League. Remember the World League? Yeah. They said I got World League. Europe, Europe, the Europe League. Yeah, yeah, NFL Europe. They said to either go there or Canadian League for one season to prove that's not reoccurring injury, and we'll scoop you up. Where'd you go? Home. You didn't go to the World League? I didn't go anywhere because at the time, mom's going through a divorce. Okay. I got a sibling that's 13 years younger than me. Yeah. So I said it's better off for the family if I come home. So you know, came back to Lincoln. Came back to Lincoln, helped out with that. Yeah. Yeah. What, 98, 99? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I came back, and I and I was mad at the world. I was. Hey, we got Ty Good. Lincoln Southeast's finest. Southeast, right? Yes, sir. I was about to say, I didn't want to say uh, North Star. or North Star wasn't even around. North Star wasn't there. Nice. He wasn't even around. Who was it? Who was it? Lincoln East, Southeast. Lincoln High, Northeast. Northeast, that's, that's it. That's it. Pius tried to jump in the mix. At Well, Pius was around, though, back then. They was there, but they Not wasn't good. Class A. They was Class B, and they tried but to jump Class A. They had a dude named Stein Cooler, or Stein Cooler. I can't remember his name, but, boy, he was phenomenal for Pius X. The captain, the ticket, will be right back, 93.7. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.